Back from the weekend at the Arizona Coyotes to get lost to the Nashville Predators. A couple other news updates. We're going to get you uh, caught up as from what happened over the weekend for the Arizona Coyotes. All on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. Carl Pavlik right beside me on this Monday. It is January 10th, 2022. Um, as we uh, get... We recap for you guys what happened over the weekend again on this this Monday. You know, that's what we try to do if it's no current game day today. So it was like, all right, let's go talk about what we have, what happened over the weekend. Um, they took a uh, a loss in Nashville Predators, and there's also some big news. We'll get to that later in the show, but let's start with the pred- the Predators game. Um, Carl, you got a chance to watch the most of it. I was at the Roadrunners games this weekend, so I could not uh, watch that. But how, how did they look? Uh, it, it was an interesting one. They looked tighter than they had against, say, the Chicago Blackhawks, um, against the Winnipeg Jets, but they still weren't able to get necessarily the same offense going. Uh, this was a matchup between the first and third most penalized teams in the NHL, so just tons of penalties. Um a lot of minor ones. There was multiple, like, I feel like fights. There was four-on-four four hockey. There was four-on-three hockey. Uh, special teams galore. Um, but ultimately, a Coyotes loss thanks to a, a rough first period. Rough first period. Um, usually, second period is their biggest, their biggest issue. Yeah, when they went down 3-0 in the first, I was like, oh, how much worse is it going to get in the second? But but no, they, they tightened things up. They took a lot fewer penalties in the second. Um, it was really like the penalty started in the third after Clayton Keller scored a beautiful goal uh, that really seemed to, to piss off the Predators and, and led to, to some more pushing and shoving that we had seen a lot more in the first. Let's take a look at some of the stats for that game. Um, so, Kraus and Keller with the goals. How did they? How did they look to you? Uh, Keller looked really good. Um, the the Keller goal. If you haven't had a chance to watch it at home yet, I definitely recommend it. Uh, he wins a faceoff. He wins it forward, which is is kind of rare. You don't always see it, but he just takes it right to the neck, roofs it over Soros. Nice, nice little goal. Uh, Krause's, upon further review, I don't necessarily think it should have counted. Uh, I think Riley Nash played the puck with the high stick beforehand, but, eh, I mean, I, I don't know what the NHL refs were looking at or, or what the review was about because there was a pretty substantial review. By the time it was reviewed, uh, there had already been some uh, pretty – Voiceless yelling at the benches. So I think they were just like, nope, we're just moving on from this. Um, but Kraus, I thought, looked good. Keller, I thought, looked good. Uh, I would have liked to see a little bit more offense from him, though. Yeah. Um, I was. I heard about that whole high stick thing, too, the high touch, because I was uh, 
of course, at the Roadrunners game, and of course, I have TweetDeck open, and I have a specific um, column for, it's like a list of Roadrunners and Coyotes combined media outlets. Mm. And I just saw someone said, someone said, oh, that shouldn't count, high stick. Um, yeah. And even as I, I saw other other people who, from like the Lockdown Network, from SB Nation, that says, no, that's a high touch. And I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, um, I, like I said, I don't know why they decided. Uh, I don't know if they saw a different angle than we did. Uh, the The whole plate with a high stick thing, I do think, is a little bit more complicated than people generally kind of think it is, um, because there is some nuance to it, like where the puck actually hits the stick versus like the total stick angle. But but yeah, I don't know. Um, my guess, real time, and the NHL hasn't clarified was like, yeah, there was, there was crap going on at the benches. So they're just like, all right, we're done. That's the time that you have spent uh, challenging a goal. If you, if you had to, you decided to do that crap instead. Yeah. Now imagine if the, um, like, and this happens to a lot of people and I know there are probably, there could be fans of other teams listening to this show who have been on the other side. Um, of being on the opposing side where a team had a t- goal let in by a high touch that was en- ended up being allowed for whatever odd, whatever odd reason. And to p- even add an extra bit to it, this wasn't the case for the Coyotes today, but uh, um, uh, over the weekend, but um, that team that did it ends up winning. Um, yeah. Now imagine how upset that, fan base and that team would be in that case well i mean like looking back i think nashville was involved in one of the early like just before reviews could be called like offsides like major offsides um so it it happens like the the NHL referees are not perfect. Um, there's a very robust system in place to try and make sure that calls are made correctly. It just doesn't happen all the time. Like, some are going to slip through. Um, and I think with, with hockey fans, you just kind of accept it. This is a regular season game between you know, top team in the division who won and the lowly Coyotes who probably didn't want to win. Um, but either way, like, this one matters not that much, but... I could very easily see this being a situation where it's a game that actually matters, like a playoff game. And you know, I, I, I think it may have been a different call then. Um, just because like, I feel like if they're going to make sure that they're doing it absolutely right, they would do it absolutely right. Or they would have a video explaining why it wasn't um, – why it wasn't a thing. We could have gotten a nice NHL breakdown and be like, here's where the puck hit the stick. This is why it's not a high stick. Yeah. You know, those are all certain explanations that usually you get from the NHL on games that where people are actually paying attention to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nobody would cared. Uh, so it's fine. Uh, yeah. I don't NHL that needs to work overtime. I don't think anyone, like, let's be real, I don't think anyone's watching Coyotes games unless, A, you're a Coyotes fan. Or um, be your Coyotes media like like myself, <laughs> yeah. um, or or C, even another one. Um, you are a just a fan of Shane Wright, and want to see 
what his future potential future team could look like. Yeah. Uh, or if you are one of the many people who are scouting the Coyotes looking for pieces to add to your lineup, uh, yeah. that's, that's good reason to watch. Um, the Coyotes are playing against the the Maple Leafs, I think, on TNT this week. And it's just like, oh, no one's going to want to watch that. But why you got to make it an 8 p.m. start? I, oh, no. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Um, speaking of that, like, I'm just like, just like this quick, uh, quickly looking ahead. Not only do they have the Maple Leafs, but they have, the, they have a back-to-back of the Avalanche home yeah. and home. I mean, at least it's not that much travel um, for the Avalanche. Well, yeah, but... You know how the Coyotes play against the Avalanche? I do, yes. I know very well how the Coyotes play against the Avalanche. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm honestly not looking forward to this week at all. Next week sounds like it'll be fun, though. It will you, be. You it'll get the Montreal Canadiens and the New Jersey Devils? Exactly. Exactly. Or the uh, whatever ECHL affiliate of the Montreal Canadiens. And the Utica Comets. <laughs> yeah, you get that that kind of Voltron. Uh, unfortunately, we won't get a chance to see uh, Christian Dvorak returning because I think he is currently out. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be just looking at the Montreal list. Uh, I have to imagine a few of them will be out of COVID protocol, but I hope not because that's just too much to write. Um, yes, it looks like Christian Dvorak is out indefinitely with a lower body injury. Uncertain when he'll return to action. So maybe he'll be ready uh, next week, but probably not. That's just the way it goes. Uh, I mean, if he did, then we'd be a little more in danger. Yeah, I honestly, uh, Dvorak is one of my favorite players. I would rather not play against him if we have a chance. Exactly, exactly. Anyways, we got more to get to on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. We talk uh, some news updates and rumor updates coming around the Arizona Coyotes circulating over the last weekend. All that coming up on this episode of Locked On Coyotes. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. So it's the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours are about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure that you have Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Uh, Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolutions because it tastes so good. You you want to eat it. Like Unlike a lot of other kind of diet foods, it tastes kind of chalky, waxy, chemical-y, uh, you don't get that with Built Bar. It's uh, nice. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. It's a quality you know, kind of snack that you can have. It makes you stay a little bit healthier. Uh, it has only 13 cal- or 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So head to Built.com and you can use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built. Com. Okay, so now it's time to get back here on Lockdown Coyotes again as we update you on the uh, news and rumors surrounding the uh, Arizona Coyotes over the last weekend. And uh, let's go ahead and start off with uh, pointing to an article posted by uh, Craig Morgan over at PHNX. 
um, who who uh, says that there are reports of a um, that the Tempe Town Council does not have enough votes at this time to approve the Arizona Coyotes arena development plan. Yeah, this trapped um, early Sunday. Uh, we're recording it early Monday, so we haven't gotten too much follow-up yet. Um, but Craig Morgan reported that it's currently two council members in favor, two against, and two undecided. So, And those two undecided at this time are leaning no mainly and 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 I think it seems to be mainly because of the most recent Coyotes news regarding business practices aka their failure to pay their taxes. Yes. Um it's interesting because last year there was a report that the uh Coyotes had a hostile work environment but no one seemed to care about that. That uh, was a long that was over. That was a year ago. No. Yeah, yeah. Um but recency bias recency bias also money uh as opposed yeah. to people uh that's a big thing uh no we we've talked about this uh you and i specifically talked about how you know these kind of negative press like when you're dealing with having to get like a city council on board like, these could be really affecting because they are you know it's a bad look nobody wants to have a bad look nobody wants to make it look like they're not getting paid so the Morello group really kind of shot themselves in the foot by like making the city of Glendale go to the press. And I do think that the city probably went a little bit prematurely. Uh, I don't think that they were actually at risk of not getting paid, which they stated they, they didn't, they were worried that they were going to not make any of that revenue back. I think that's BS. I think they knew that they were going to just, it was going to be late, but still like, if you are the Coyotes, you shouldn't be taking those kind of risks. You shouldn't be letting it get to this point. It's completely within their control to have not gotten here. Every single thing that, um, every single bit of news, negative news regarding the Coyotes in that case, um, a um, a Quebec fan starts growing its wings a little bit more, and like it's it gets annoying. Yeah. Uh, and, and we saw that with just a bunch of people, including media people, who just have no clue what the situation is, retweeting uh, Craig's article. And I, I responded to, I think, one where I'm like, this is worse than – or this is not as bad as what's happening with the Calgary Flames in their arena situation because that's a definitive no on, on – on the parties. This is people being like, eh, I'm leaning more towards no, but I'm undecided. They could sway those votes. Uh, Coyotes may have to give a little bit more concession. I think they're 50% of the environmental restoration. Um, they can maybe mo move that up to like 75 to 100%. They could still make this happen. Um, it's just very frustrating that we're at this point, that we're having to deal with this, that we're even wasting time on speculation. Yeah, the uh, like I I know the city of Tempe uh, um, probably would like cause I know from that one point seven billion what they said two hundred million off tax like you know city taxes if yeah if Morello says you know if Morello would be like you know what I got that yeah um then I'm pretty sure it'd be like all right cool we good um 
and then not add on. Let's see what's any any anything more to more to that. I'm trying to think. There was one more thing I was going to say escape my mind, but if you had anything else to add, you can go and do that. It's just I don't know. I wish we could actually hear from the Morello organization like at all about any of this. Like their communication has just been horrible. Um, this this should have been a slam dunk for the Coyotes, but they have run into so many problems, and so many of them seem like they're just ill prepared for the for the route that they're taking. Like I'm sure that in their mind, uh, it's easier to do like a self financing. They're not going to the city council as much, and I have to require money. It's unlike what we've seen for a lot of them, but we're seeing issues with Sky Harbor. That's just like, did you guys like not warn them about this? Have you not discussed this? And now we're seeing these uh, city council things that are specifically because of the back tax issue. Just like, why are you continuing to fall on your face? Who is like running this show? And can you like just have them? Maybe take away some of their other responsibilities so they stay on the ball with this? I don't know. It's hard to tell what's going to be done at this point. I think um, there was that first thing that we mentioned of the, um, you know, the the council members being wooed over by money and pretty much by saying not to worry about that tax bit. And then there's um, also listening to the fans. Um, there, of course, everyone, I think a lot of people know, um, I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a secret to anyone that city council, uh, meetings are public. Um, and a lot of their minutes are public. So you can yeah. see when they're going to talk about this. Um, and you can voice your concern. Now, um, I've been to a city council meeting where people yell and scream and nothing gets done. So don't be that person. I've been to multiple city council meetings, uh, mostly for the city of Glendale. Um, I will say that it is very important, especially for these swing voters um, on the council to just be very respectful, very calm. When you're talking to them, don't yell, don't threaten. But I do believe that in a representative democracy, Citizens have their their responsibility to make sure that their opinions are known to their representatives. So I do not think there is any issue with calmly going to a city council meeting, calling in, um, writing emails, writing letters, and just saying, like, look, I am an Arizona person. Uh, I live in Phoenix, for example. I would spend X amount of dollars in, in Tempe if I were to go there. I am an out-of-town fan. Uh, I go to three games a year during non-COVID times. Uh, if you don't travel now, it's fine. Uh, I would be willing to spend like upwards of this amount. Like, Make sure that they know that there's a, an economic incentive to this, that there's a prestige incentive to this, because I do think that's a major part of why the city of Tempe is looking for a sports team for prestige reasons. Um, and yeah, just kind of like make them know know that this is something that they could really benefit from like their city can benefit and i think things will go fine like if they were firm nose they would say they're firm nose but they're undecided so they can be swayed yeah and 
Um, and again, it's all about telling them, um, like pretty much, you know, what you know, what the team, what, what would the team in 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 uh, in Tempe mean to you, and how and and how it would affect them, versus like really trying to pressure them into saying yes. Yeah. Um, there's again there are tactics to, to to this um having gone to a number of city council meetings in the city of tucson while in journalism school um i've seen it all yeah. and, and i'm sure that we will continue to see more like um i honestly don't think that like building an arena is ever a very simple project you're gonna encounter a lot of issues um, so I firmly expect that Goldwater Institute, they'll probably challenge at some point. This isn't dead, um, but I, I just want people to be very respectful, especially today, because it's it's a, it's a someone's bad Monday. Someone at Tempe, like the city of Tempe is going to have to deal with a bunch of like influx of calls and tweets and if they weren't paying attention to the sports news yesterday they have no idea what's coming to them oh my god yeah that person i'm gonna send some prayers for that person because that's they're gonna get a lot today yeah i i've had some more jobs i know what it's like um i've gotten emails from companies where it's like hey there was a bad pr story about us uh so don't talk about it uh at all on the phone or you will be fired uh, because that's not your place to talk about. Damn, that's crazy. That is crazy. Anyways, that is um, all we can share at this time regarding the um, the news. Of course, we will try to keep you guys as updated as we can as more becomes becomes known. Um, maybe um, either one of us might attend a future Tucson. <laughs> well, luckily they're virtual now, so we could both attend virtually. Oh yeah, you, you wouldn't have to come up to Tempe because when you said one of us, uh, I'm pretty sure you might be. <laughs> yeah, I'm also busy other things too, but that could be a very well be a case. That could very well be a case still. Robin, they record to... them. You can go back and watch it later. We will yeah, make but sure you special... watch all of the city council. Oh god. You put me through hours of <laughs> torture. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to see when it's on the minutes. Uh, Someone will remix it. Uh, do do people still remix the news? Um, do, uh, the, the last, quote, remixed city council meeting that I remember, that from at least in this area, of like in this in, in Arizona, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about that. Um, the green shirt guy of the oh, uh, that was, was fun. good. That was fun. I love that. He was uh, a good guy. Yeah, I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, I do too, and he follows me back. <laughs> nice. Anyways, though, um, that's gonna be it for what we can what we can share with you to, um, this time. And again, we will share more once it becomes available. But we still got more to talk to you on this episode of Locked on Coyotes. We're going to talk about other news, actual more hockey-related news. 
coming up in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you guys that Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKDOWN to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right down to your Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, so now let's go ahead and finish things off. Any other news that you might have missed for the Arizona Coyotes? Um, if you were sleeping all weekend long, um, let's start off with injury news. Carl, um, the Coyotes have added another player to the injured reserve. Barrett Hayton is yep. the next victim on this list. Uh, next victim. Uh, yep. He has been bitten by the injury bug. Um, per, I believe also Craig Morgan, he tweeted out that he is expected to miss five to eight weeks after minor hand surgery, um, which I vaguely remember him like either blocking a shot or deflecting a shot with his, with his hand. And that's just a tough one. You don't want, you don't want to say that one. Yeah. Especially being out for that long too, from that, from that, you know, that kind of thing. Cause usually, you know, players will get hit on certain body parts and they hurt for a long time. And, Usually they skated off, but yeah, in this case, yeah, no. When freaking injuring your hand by that much, uh, yeah. no, I hope we know. Well, especially for like uh, a centerman like like Hayton, like he's yeah. using his hands a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like he needs a twin faceoff, and he's also just very exposed in faceoffs with his hand. Like pretty easy to get whacked there. So I can I can see making sure, like especially for a younger player like Hayton, um, a piece of the Coyotes core moving forward i think they just want to make sure that he's uh that he's healed properly honestly there's no reason to really rush him honestly i think uh that's still better than um i know i've seen i've seen videos of players get hit in the face with a slap shot Mm. um while trying to block it and they did they i mean they 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 knew that obviously they tried to block a shot so they they kind of knew it was coming but at the same time like ooh. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, like just flashing back to the Connor Garland uh, deflection off his head. I was like, ah, oh, that that looks very painful. I would not want that to happen. Um, yeah, I it is. It, it's it's a it's gonna be a loss for the Coyotes. I feel like Hayton really stepped up since um, since being called up. Um, yeah, I don't. Yes. I wasn't expecting him to play. Uh, I would like his offensive numbers to be a little bit better, but I think defensively he is he's very responsible, and I think the offense can come later. Yeah, and that's why I was, you know, like you and I were saying before the season um, that uh, we 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 said three players mainly: um, um, Prosvetov, Soderstrom, and Hayton. Yeah, gotta stay down in Tucson for X, Y, and Z. For development, for this, for that, um, and then Hayton got called up, um, and 
I was like, oh, let's see how long this lasts. You know, I'd prefer him down in Tucson, but, you know, whatever. Um, and he found his footing in Glendale. And I'm like, you know what? Keep going, dude. Keep going. Yeah. If there had been, like, any kind of major lapses, I would have expected him to go back to Tucson. Um, even when the Coyotes, like, very, 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 very thin roster. But but no, he's he's been pretty good. Um, uh, like I said, the only thing I would like to see more from him is just consistent offense. But the team in general is not getting that. So I don't want to throw that out on Hayton's head. No, absolutely not. So Barrett Hayton, the um, next person to be added to the injury uh, injury list that leaves the uh, the whole injury list. I'm looking right now, Carl, at seven players. Worth. Is it only? It feels like there's more. Uh, At least on the injured reserve. Yeah, sure. Um, and those and seven players making up over fourteen million dollars in cap. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because what Connor Timmons I think is on like league minimum. Yeah, and Hayton is making a little more than league minimum. Hutton actually is seven. 50,000. Yeah. You got Yashkin out for a bit. Dezingle. Uh, Chikrin's still missing. Jay Beagle, um, who we talked about previously, but it looks like he did have to go surgery for lower body and I think could miss the rest yes, of the season. So. Which, honestly, for Jay Beagle, do you think career? Yeah, probably his career. Because uh, he's thirty six. Um, once it's once you reach thirty five, let's be real. Like you're in the twilight of your NHL career. All right, I was about to say, be very careful about what you say about once you reach thirty five. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know. Uh, I'm only going to be twenty five coming up soon. So, oh my god. Uh, yeah, Beagle. Uh, he is very. He's he's getting up there. Uh, he was he's part of that kind of like final deal with the Coyotes uh, to cut salary for the Canucks. Uh, I just I just don't necessarily see him coming back after something like that. Or if he is able to return, like you know, end of the year, maybe maybe he's able to heal up and a contender wants a veteran presence. I don't Maybe. say that, yeah, but yeah, it, it's a, the Coyotes have had a rough go for injuries. Um, thankfully, relatively minor on the COVID stuff, which they, they definitely had some impact, but even most of their postponed games have been because their opponents have dealt with issues more so than them. Yeah, um, that's definitely that's, that's definitely a good thing. Um, maybe the Coyotes players are just being smarter. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Or lucky, lucky yet. Yeah, knock on wood. Um, but no, that's good stuff. That's coming coming on the side. Of course, obviously, the injuries part sucks. But um, at least they're dodging. They've dodged COVID the, at least the last week and a half ish. Yeah. So yeah. especially the the Omicron variant, which seems to be just wreaking havoc. Again, I, I looked at the Montreal Canadiens, and just I think their entire lineup's out. Again, 
<laughs> or still. Uh, I don't. It's definitely a lot. I, I will recommend you take a look at it at home. Uh, I go to Blue Jackets Extra for my sports injuries because they seem to be pretty up to date. And they have oh, just so many people I don't even want to count right now. Let me see uh, what Cat Friendly says real quick before we close off. Um, where's Montreal on here? Am I blind? I'm going to manually type it in. All right. Oh, right so I top. Counted specifically people listed as out indefinitely for illness because that's the COVID. And it's uh, what, 11? Twelve. As of six fifty in the morning Arizona time on January tenth, the Montreal Canadiens have twelve players on COVID, according to the website I'm on. Uh, that could very well change. It looks like, yeah, uh, potentially at least three could be coming off. Um, actually, no, four. Just based off the dates. Yeah, cat friendly doesn't really show too much. It has NHL non roster, but that might yeah. be. Honestly, Blue Jackets uh, extra. Um, one of the best spots for injuries. It's what I always recommend people check out. Interesting. I did not uh, expect not that. Good. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> Uh, anyways though that's going to be it we are out of time here on this episode of Locked On Coyotes hope you guys like what you heard if you did don't forget to leave a review like comment subscribe if you get too ready we're available everywhere you get your podcasts including on YouTube find us on social media on Facebook facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes I am personally at Robin underscore Leano it is Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O Carl Pavlik is Carl Pavlik F F H. In wrap this ask the question you might have, we answer it right back or in a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.